This is the Common Chaos Podcast, episode 70. I'm Thomas. I'm Matt. I'm Jaden. And I'm Dakota. We're just a couple of everyday guys trying to become better versions of ourselves. Welcome to our conversation. The world is chaos. Show or feel no nervousness, anger, or other strong emotion. Complete disorder or confusion. We're not only training our, you know, our defensive mindsets. We're also working, you know, in our spiritual lives and trying to make ourselves better human beings. Welcome back to the Common Chaos Podcast, episode 70. How you boys doing? Good, how are you? I'm doing just dandy. I miss recording. Me too. We haven't recorded in a while. There hasn't been an episode released in a while, and we are sorry for that, but we've, uh, we've had a meeting, and we've gotten together, and we've discussed some things about the podcast and how we want to go forward. So for the future, Thomas, do you want to go through and kind of explain what our plan is for future episodes? So future episodes are going to be a little shorter, hopefully more concise in their message. Um, we've just had some scheduling issues over the ca- past couple months. I'm sure you guys have noticed. Uh, very sorry about that. Life has been crazy busy. Everybody's getting married and having children and moving and getting you jobs. name it. And getting I have a jobs job. And doing lots of church stuff and working crazy hours and getting new jobs. And so um, we're going to... we're going to try to shoot for half hour to 45 minute episodes. I know an hour can get kind of long for some people. Um, so we're going to be trying to do that. Um, and, oh. and the way we're going to the structure it is there's usually four weeks in a month. So each week, one of us is going to be heading up an episode with a different teaching topic. And then every month that has five weeks, we're going to try and have a guest. Whether that be Mac comes back for an episode or someone that has already been on the podcast or someone completely new, just to change things up, keep them fresh, and keep it so that we can all manage the podcast. I think you, you pretty much covered it there. Um, so we'll get, we're going to give it a trial run for a while, but I kind of foresee that this is the way that it's going to go. I, just gonna, I think it's going to be better all around for everybody and a little bit more organized. Yeah, just so we can sustain it, because we were having a hard time with uh, hour-long episodes. But this week, we're going to be talking about fasting. And if anyone was following along before, we talked about fasting a while ago and how we were all going to start a fast. And it feels like forever ago that we actually did the fast, but I think it was just a couple weeks. And the church just finished 21 Days of Prayer. We did the first seven days, um, all no food. And I will just be completely transparent at the beginning of the episode. I did not last seven days. It was, it was the first time, it was the first time I'd ever actually tried to do full on water fasting. And I only lasted three full days, just water. 
Or technically, I did. I did liquids. I didn't do yeah. just water. I, I did all liquids, and then I had a salad at lunch at work because, like, doing like physical work in heat, I was like, I'd rather just not have an incident. So like, I kind of just had like a little salad to sustain myself at work, and then that was that was all I went with. I started. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't eat anything outside of that. I started my new job day one of the fast. And didn't realize I'd be sweating so bad all day. Oh, for sure. And so I got three days in and I was like, hey, we got to go get lunch or I might actually die. But all that to say, we still had a good fast. We, we all studied a bunch of things, got some good topics and notes that we talked about. We all did a uh, Bible study together on the Bible version, version app. And really got to dig in together which was really cool aside from that did we all study different things while we were fasting yes like outside of that devotional yes um i did a are you under spiritual attacks oh i just mean okay so like you weren't like just like reading the bible you were doing outside devotion like you were doing yes i did another devotional on top of it what, what were you doing matt um, yeah, I did that. I did that devotional, but I also did. Um, one of the folks in my office was talking about Daniel, so I just decided to read the entire book of Daniel. Oh, dude, I, I read you half like the it? book of Daniel yeah. too. I thought you would like. I, li- Daniel. I liked it. I didn't love it. Um, really? The second I thought half you really Daniel, liked that. I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I might not understood all of it either. The first half was pretty good with Nebuchadnezzar and stuff, and that's some of the stuff that I want to talk about now too. Oh, dude, I did. The second half was the good stuff. I did another. Uh, plan called unoffendable with Annalise and it was really good cool so how was day one fine for did you me. guys take notes and stuff through the- I, no I did not because well I did but I don't like you remember guys a long time ago I got like a study guide thing for like reading through the bible I was I was filling that out as I was reading gotcha so like I I guess I technically took notes but it was like guided notes mm. like I wasn't just like winging my notes I guess I think it's so important to reflect on that stuff as you read through, and I've touched on this before too, but as you read through the Old Testament, the beginning of each of the five books of Moses almost is a complete recap of the, of the previous book. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's important to write down the things that God does for us and not, one, just to reflect on them, but also to commemorate them in a way as well. I wrote all my notes in uh, our plans. So oh, that's cool. Day Go one, day one. My first note was: we must remember throughout this fast that it's gonna suck. <laughs> it's not always gonna be fun, but we're giving up the desires and the needs of the flesh to satisfy and fill our spirit. When it gets hard and you seem to be failing or losing hope, focus all your attention on God, whatever that looks like for you. Make sure to continue praying and asking God for knowledge and wisdom into your circumstances. If we fast without seeking, without seeking God, then we are just starving ourselves. Seek God with all you have this week and resist temptation. We don't worship to get something from him, nor do we worship because the Lord needs his ego stroked. The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit have no need for our paltry praise. We are invited to worship him because we need to magnify him. Think of worship as a magnifying glass. In our own hearts and minds to genuinely see how big, mighty, loving, holy, and perfect he is. And then along with that, Psalm 34.3. Mm, cool. So I know that we all went into the fast um, praying for 
different things in particular. Um, but one of the things that I really wanted to hone in on were the fruits of the Spirit. Because if you're filled with the Spirit, um, it's great. But uh, I, I think that your actions should, if your cup is full of the Holy Spirit, then it should overflow. And that's one of the things Pastor Nick talked about today. Somebody bumps into you, and if your cup's full, you should spill it onto them. And if the, if we're growing, then we should be bearing fruit. And what are the fruits that we're bearing? So you walk through love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And you walk through all of those fruits. And I ask myself, okay, which one of these fruits am I bearing? Which one of these fruits do I see? What do I need to work on? And that was one of my main focuses through the fast was trying to hone in on those and, and better understanding them. What got me started on it was camp um, on humility and really unpacking a lot of these words that we've been surrounded by all of our life and humility was one of the ones for me at camp and I just I was asking God through this fast okay what's my next one that I can fully understand not just learn about but actually understand and, and to, to develop and nurture inside of myself yeah I think I think humbleness and humility was a big thing for me too it it's been a big theme in my life uh, recently altogether just remember to stay humble in no matter what you're doing like the an example is like the other week I had the youth group kids up in 21 days of prayer and they all came out of the sanctuary and they were sitting in the lobby and they were just talking the whole time and they were just hanging out having fun and then I brought them downstairs and I explained to them the reverence that we need to have for God and the things of that I said I'm not mad at any of you because no one's ever taught you this no one's told you what you need to do but from here on out when we are having a church service and you don't feel like you want to be a part of that church service, you still sit there and you stay quiet and you respect what God is doing. Mm. And then a week later, two weeks later, I wasn't doing that. I was sitting in the production room and I was talking and I was doing something. <laughs> and uh, Pastor Brooklyn came in and was like, what are you doing? We're supposed to be praying. And I went, you're right. And it, like, it was a humbling. It was a check yourself. Like yeah. I can sit here and I can preach to these kids to do it, but I got to make sure I'm doing it too. So definitely humbling and checking yourself was a theme throughout the whole. It, it's been a theme in my life and our lives recently. Hmm. Cool. But but day one, I think I was fine. I, I didn't like there were the hunger pains of like, oh, you haven't eaten because I, I technically started on day one. I technically started the day before. Cause yeah, I started. I started early. Too. Yeah, you started like two days before. I, yeah, we did. I started two days before you guys did. But I started. I ate dinner at like six, and then didn't eat. So like day one at noon, I was already a big chunk through. Hmm. Day one. Yeah, I started out. So I did five days, right? Five days um, with nothing but water. Um, I say the only thing that touched my tongue aside from water was toothpaste. <laughs> um, but the last time I did a fast, it was three days. So uh, what I'm trying to do is just push myself <coughs> each time to not break um, for maybe an extra couple days. And I'd like to eventually get to the point where I could do the 21. And Yeah, I think, I, think I, I agree with that. It's a building process. Like I'm not upset that I only lasted three days because I know next time I'm going to get five. And the yeah. next time I'm going to get seven. And the next time I'm going to get 12. Yeah. And we could hone into little specifics that, like, I felt like I grew in and I learned more about. But 
one of the things that I thought was really cool, my biggest takeaway from the fast was one of the things that you mentioned, Dakota, that really, really resonated with me well, was I, I've done the fast before now, this is my second time, and I came expecting and almost um, making God feel obligated to show me something, mm-hmm. um, which is totally wrong, that I didn't really realize, but whenever you'd mentioned that, it's something I didn't really connect the dots on until you brought it up. So, I don't know if you want to unpack that a little bit more. Yeah, uh, let me think here. That's kind of that's kind of like me skipping ahead to the end of it. I, I will come, I, I will talk about that. That's kind of like at the end of it. Yeah, you want to go through day two? Yeah. Yeah, day, let's do day so two. So, for, for me, honestly, like, I, I will give, like, a general overview. I did not have hunger pains at any point. Like, like actual, like, my stomach was hurting because I'm hungry. Like, I didn't have that at any point. But, um, like, day one, I was fine, and that, like, totally fine, like, nothing at all, like, I wasn't, like, even hungry, like, I, I, which was weird, because, like, sometimes I will eat dinner on a normal schedule, and then wake up and be hungry, like, to the point where, like, I feel sick at, like, eight in the morning, Mm -hmm. which is, like, not a long time at all, but, like, I was totally good day one, day two, I was, like, hungry, but, like, no pain, I wasn't, like, feeling like I was going to cave or anything like that. Like, I was totally good throughout the first two days. Like, I had no problems at all. You have a good note on day two, if you want to read it. My day two on there is day four for me. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I because, forgot about that. Yeah, my, this is going to get deep. Now. Yeah, whenever... Your, your guys' day one is my day three, and that is where I, like, about collapsed. Well, no, I did collapse. Like, physically, I did. So, that's why I was kind of like, I'll save that one. But, yeah, day one and day two for me were totally cool. Um, I guess I didn't say this. When I was outside of our devotional, I was reading through all of the minor prophets, which are like the last, I forget how many books of the Old Testament that like nobody knows about because like... Nobody, how about Cook? I, yeah, I started, I start, I kind of hopped around in them. That's an episode in and of itself. Yeah, I, I, stopped, I, I hopped around in them, but I the earliest one I started at... I guess technically was Daniel, even though I did that a while ago. But Hosea, the whole way up through the end of the Old Testament, is what I read through. Can we actually unpack that in another episode? Like, uh, uh, I'm that's a couple episodes at least. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> okay, but, well, so, but sure, sure. For, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that would be cool. I still never did well, my Daniel one, and since you recently read it, we can do that soon. I read yeah. half of it too, so. So let's let's do that on the since, next. Since you the... missed like the whole second half of Daniel, because that's the good stuff. I'll, we'll hit that. Okay. For sure. Next episode. Yeah, we'll let's hit run that. Dan- for sure. Next episode. Let's run Daniel. So my my day two, the note that I took was Matthew five six. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. And I said this this verse seems to have a different meaning today. I've never thought about it in the way of fasting. We hunger and thirst for righteousness to become filled. That's why we fast. We are doing this to get a greater anointing slash outpouring from the Holy Spirit. In other words, to become filled. Not without, not with food, but with the things of God. Cool. Pastor Nick covered uh, Matthew six today. Well, this is Matthew five. Oh. Six. Oh. Never mind. He says oh. Six, so what? Did, what were your notes for day two? Um. Day two is whenever I started reading Daniel. Um, which have I talked about Daniel on the podcast yet? 
Have I talked to you guys at all about Daniel, or is that just a couple guys from nope. work? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so let's do that we'll next do episode. We'll, yeah, Stay we'll, tuned. We'll Stay tuned for Daniel. I won't even dive deep into it, but it's pretty eye-opening on Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, and all these guys that poured their entire lives into Oh, yeah, I remember what you told us about that. You really texted cool. us a little bit about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. But day two, um, for me, I didn't have – Super strong cravings. I remember the last time I fasted, there was a couple of days where I was miserable, and then like I hit the, the point where I was okay again. I was actually really, really okay this entire time, except for the night of day four, um, which I won't, I don't have to skip to yet, but like, what right, right. we're like, what we're like, I don't know. I only did a five day fast, and then I went straight back to eating food and doing everything pretty much back to normal, so. If you guys wanted to unpack more on like your day three and four, I, I got good stuff for three. Let's see. Sure, let's see what notes I took on day three. Nothing. No, something. No, yeah, you. Oh no, I really said nothing. I, oh. <laughs> day three was when I I broke and I started like actually, yeah. where I like I wasn't having hunger pains, but I was. I felt like I was gonna pass out. Yeah. Because I was sweating so much. Yeah. <laughs> we were we were doing uh, we were refinishing a hardwood floor. And when you do that, you have to sand the whole floor down, and that was on day two. And then day three, we put stain on it, and with stain, you have to roll the stain on with a paint roller and then rub it off with rags. And so I'm down on my knees rubbing this stain off, and I'm sweating onto the floor, just pouring sweat so much that the guy I'm working with, Steve, looked at me, and he went, why are you spitting on the floor? I was like, I'm not spitting. It's all coming out of my forehead. So I actually, my notes for that was, I got nothing today. Worship and prayer is the only thing getting me through right now. <laughs> that My day three was rough. And that, that ended up being the day that I broke because I, I genuinely was going to pass out at about around 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock. Hmm. That's cool. Dakota, anything on day three? Yeah, so my, my day three was your guys' first day. So I was deep in the trenches, and you guys were, like, just starting. <laughs> yeah. So, like... You like whenever you read your day one thing or whatever, you're like, we must remember throughout this fast that it's gonna suck. And in the middle of it, I'm like, I'm gonna kill you. Like, you, think, you, th- you think you know this is gonna suck? I know this is sucking. So, um, the the thing I typed in our devotional for it was uh, being on day three of my fast already. This morning, I woke up feeling okay, then brushed my teeth, and it all went downhill. And to preface this, this is Monday morning, so like this, I was supposed to be at work this day. I had to sit on the floor. I started sweating from everywhere I could sweat from. I was freezing, shaking pretty violently, and I definitely thought that I was done. I threw some worship music on, literally fell on my face, and asked God to help me. I drank a Gatorade and went to lay down and pray. I called off work, by the way, because that was not happening. Um, And now, after almost three hours of laying in bed, I was good again. And then I... That was, like, my experience of it. And then I wanted to give, like, a little... I guess motivational word for like you guys as you were just starting. And I said, uh, stay strong in your temptation. Try and listen to your conviction on what you feel like you're allowed to do during this fast. I underestimated how bad it can get based on my first two days. When it was mental, I could push through. When it affected me physically that strong, that's when I almost gave in. Mm-hmm. It's not the hunger. It's the stuff that I can't even control. Push through it anyway. I can only believe it'll be worth it. Praise God. And you said something else. Um, yeah, Matt. Matt said something. He was like, "It's it's funny how we're all willing to trust God relentlessly when it's mental, but start having doubts when it's physical." 
Dude, that's why I think it's so important that Jesus was literally beat whenever he was going on to the yeah. cross. The Pastor Nick did a, yeah. a tremendous job at depicting with the cat of nine tails and getting whipped down to the, the bone on his yeah. back and then getting thrown up against the bark of a tree to breathe and having to, to push yourself up and down just to get air into your lungs. I think that's so important how it wasn't just mental and right. embarrassment for Jesus, but, I mean, it was physical too. And that's, like you said, that's a whole different Right, and I, I thought, for me personally, I thought that I was going to be able to handle the physical more than I would be able to handle the mental. And I because I thought that I was just going to be hungry and, like, my stomach would start hurting and I felt like I was going to be able to push through that. But, like, whenever I just, like, totally, like, collapsed, then I was like, well, what, what am I supposed to do about this? Yeah. I can't. I can't just, like... You know, if if nothing's working, how am I supposed to like get up and just continue moving? Yeah. You know what I mean? And that was that was the only like real physical problem that I had even throughout the rest of it. I ended I ended up doing six full days and not seven full days just because I just because I was supposed to have an anniversary dinner coming up and I didn't want it to be ruined by me running through the restaurant to go to the bathroom. So <laughs> I, I quit a day early just to try to like ease my body back into eating and stuff like that again. But I, I, I definitely, like, was at the point where I could have handled it. I was just, I didn't want to ruin something like that, so. Yeah. But that was it. That was it for me as so far what day as, was like, that? that was day three for me. That was day three. And that was, like, the very morning of day three. That was, like, right after I woke up. Like, I woke up, brushed my teeth, and then it was just, boom, it was, like, lights out. Yeah. And then after I, like, went, I chugged a big Gatorade, went and laid down for a few hours, and then after I got up from that, I was good. Hmm. Like, definitely. I was totally good after that point. Hmm. That's cool. So then your day four, what you said I want to get into. I don't remember. Let me look. I don't remember what I said on day, day four. Day four is so good, man. Day four, day two. Day four is so good. Oh, okay. I do remember. <coughs> Are you going to get into it? Oh, I thought you were sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I can. So I was... um. I was saying that, like, so day four, I, I was going back to work. Like, I woke up. I was cool. Everything was good. And um, I was, like, on my way to work, still good. Got to work. I was there for a little bit. I was good. Like, I was definitely, like, okay, I'm stable. Like, everything I'm doing, I'm, I'm definitely capable. But whenever I was doing the devotional, um, I don't remember everything that was in there. But I remember something that was in there is what made me think of it I think or maybe I was maybe it even wasn't even the devotional maybe I was just like worried about it but I was like I feel like I have to hide the fast from people at work and just like tell them I'm dehydrated or something like if I started to get woozy and I was I I was okay with that because like there's I don't remember the verse now there's a verse somewhere it says that you're supposed to like not be public with your fast like you Mm -hmm. should like I actually think ashes on your ashes what is it ashes on your face the story, clean, so put not, oil, not even oil that. Oil I'm not even talking about. Oh yeah, I'll put the oil on your face and like wash it off before yeah. you get back in public. Like you're not even supposed to like really like so the tell st- people that you are with that you're fasting. Uh-huh. The story I, is yeah. there's there's a Pharisee and there's a poor man or like a working class man, and the Pharisee looks at the working class man as a lesser because. The Pharisee says, well, I fast twice a week. I do all this. I, and he had special clothes on. He was doing it. And Jesus said, well, blessed is the, the other man because he fasts in private. Right. And he's not showing it off. He's not boasting. He's not right. doing all the crap that the Pharisee was doing. 
So, and that, that was, I think that actually was it with the devotional. And, um, I just said, like, I didn't want to, like, even, like, talk about it at work just because, unless, like, something, like, unless, something, like, you know, if I, like, collapsed because, like, I blacked out or whatever, like, I would have said something. But, like, I didn't want it to be brought up because I was afraid they would tell me not to come in. Yeah. Because of it being, like, a safety concern or whatever. So, yeah. I didn't want it to be, like, an issue at all. Mm. So, I didn't want to say a word about it unless it came yeah. to it. Yeah, I don't want safety Jake on my case. I was actually gonna say something to him, but like I didn't know if that was supposed to be like a private thing or like I didn't know if that was like something you don't bring up, you know. But um, but yeah, so I didn't want that to even be a topic of concern at all. So like I was like weird about the balance of like feeling ashamed of. I didn't like really feel ashamed of it. I was just I didn't want to get sent home for mm-hmm. a whole week for yeah. the rest of the week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where I probably could have been a lot stronger with the fast if that happened. I, like, I, I, I just I can't not work for a full week. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just the thing that I, I replied to that was, remember to stay humble in your fast, but do not be ashamed of the things of God. So, like, the, the, the vibe that I was getting, which I don't think is what you're saying now, the vibe that I was getting was you were trying to just keep it a secret because you didn't want to talk about it and it kind of scared you. But no, that, that's yeah. not, yeah, that's not what you're saying now. No, it's just no. the vibe that I got. It then. was, yeah, like it wasn't necessarily just because like I don't want to talk about it. It was because I was afraid to like get sent. Yeah. Home. So I, I said it's not wrong to say that you're fasting if someone asks, but don't go around screaming it from the mountaintops because no one needs to right. know. Right, and that's what I would have like if somebody would have asked me like, hey, like what's your deal? Like what you know? Like I would have said something, but like I didn't want to even like bring it up. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't, I don't want to hint at it or anything like that. I didn't tell people I wasn't like eating. I mean, like I was eating. A, salad in my car but like you know the next day day four this was the the home stretch it was talking about uh the devotional was talking about memorizing scripture and it, it it told us the story of jesus and satan um when satan was trying to tempt jesus and told him to throw himself off the mountaintop and the angels will save you and I think th- this is a this is a topic that I that has been on my heart a lot recently with a lot of church people not knowing the Bible. And I, I wrote, it is extremely important to memorize scripture and be able to pull verses and chapters out immediately. It's your sword, and without a sword, how useful are you to the army? Um I uh I was in the bathroom one day at church and these two older men were in there talking about how they went to a men's conference and all of these other men from another church could pull scriptures out and they could just recite scripture and how they felt lesser because they couldn't do that. And I, I said to him, I was like, well, I'm going to be completely honest with you. You are like, as a Christian, it's your job to hold your sword and know how to use your sword. You are out here you're leading people you're doing all of these things but you don't even know how to use your sword how could you train other people in battle when you don't know how to battle that's like that's like thomas trying to show someone how to shoot their pistol for the first time when thomas doesn't train it's like carrying a gun and not knowing how to use it you know it's exactly being a christian and not knowing scripture and, and I think even myself, I drop the ball constantly. I don't know chapters and verses. I can tell you the stories all day long, but I can't tell you where that story is. And even like I, I'm not saying I'm perfect at all because I suck at it too. But if you're not striving to get to a point 
where you've essentially memorized the whole Bible, I think we're failing at our job because it like how many times have we said that this is a manual it's literally a manual it's a how-to of how to live your life god gave us everything we're going to need to know we're not using it correctly if we haven't had it memorized um yeah absolutely day i'm trying to think day four yeah, day four at night. That was the hunt. So I got through day four, and I knew I was going to do five days. We started by saying, hey, let's do seven days. And then, like, everybody got 48 hours into it, and we're like, yeah, this isn't happening. <laughs> so I decided to just go five days. Um, but on the fourth night, that's whenever I knew that I was sort of on the home stretch. Um, and things started started to look up but they also started to get really bad that was the hardest that i've been um tempted to eat and just flop because like everybody else was like already like hey i just i'm gonna start eating one meal a day and and all that i'm like okay i'm just gonna do it too and i was on the last night i'm like i've made it this far um i haven't really uh I, i i've kind of already been given um I've, I've already had a good fast now we've done a good study and so on so I'm like alright I think I'm done I'm going to fail <laughs> and I decided not to thank goodness but I remember sitting on the couch just kind of like blank staring and it was to the point where I was like pretty much done and I didn't end up flopping and I pushed through and I remember after I pushed through I went up and I got a shower and I came back downstairs and things started to get a lot a lot easier because I pushed through and I decided that I was just going to make it happen and I was going to make it work. And that's whenever um, that's whenever it really hit me where I was like, okay, maybe maybe this is what I've been waiting for this whole fast. This is what I've been desiring. I've been searching, like you said, Dakota, I've been searching for something and expecting God to move. But I was expecting him to move on my time, not his. And that's whenever, like, I, I'm, like, people talk about, like, like Pastor Nick talks all the time about, like, how, like, God told me this, and, like, the Lord showed me that. And, like, I don't get that. I'm very jealous that I don't. It's something that I'm working on, but I don't get that hardly ever. But on the fourth night, after I decided to push through and I was just going to make it one more day, that's whenever I actually really felt connected to to God and like I it sounds silly but like that's whenever I heard him speak and I've never very clearly and I've never heard him speak before but that's that's what he that's what he told me is okay this is what you've been waiting for immediately grab my notebook Um, he said this is what you've been waiting for this is what you've been desiring you should have been waiting on me you asked for the Holy Spirit's fruits and patience is one of them and this is what it looks like oof and uh, that's a punch in the face. Yeah, and but I mean that's exactly what I was looking for. And as soon as I understood that, uh, that's whenever everything clicked with what Dakota said and everything. Like, wow, I've been trying to make God move and making Him feel obligated to move. Like waving my hand, like here I am, fasting. God, I'm ready for you to answer prayers and so on. Whenever I was trying to put God on my time and I wasn't trying to work on His. And that was really eye-opening. And that's whenever it clicked for me, like, okay, there's peace. And I went into my fifth day. 
um, saying, okay, that was the best day, that was the hardest night yet, but there's definitely a breakthrough that I wasn't expecting. Um, God spoke, I listened. The thing that I was missing was listening. Mm-hmm. Um, I was worshiping, I was asking, and I was doing all of those things right, um, but I wasn't listening. And whenever I actually took time to listen, that's whenever God spoke and I got what I was looking for. So my biggest takeaway was subjecter- subjecting and surrendering myself to God's time so that he could coordinate everything that he wanted to do. And whenever you don't eat, your body feels clumsy. My, I wrote down that my mind felt foggy. But it's because I was malnourished from food. And, I mean, I was drinking enough water and so on. But I was malnourished with food. So I thought, how much more uncoordinated are God's gifts when we don't invest time into his word and worship him and listen? He can't bring it all together the same way that our body can't bring it all together and function whenever we don't eat. We gotta, we gotta receive nourishment and go to church and go to life groups and Bible studies and podcasts and keep doing all the things that we're doing so that we can all be coordinated and work as the body of Christ mm-hmm. so that we can continue to build the kingdom. And if we don't do those things, then how are we going to expect God to move if we don't do all of those things and then listen for God's direction? So I think I think the big takeaway from that in for me too was was a quote that I wrote down from one of the devotionals was the the guy that wrote our devotional said for a season my fasting drifted into a transactional effort if i fasted surely god's presence would be with me in a greater way my understanding of fasting went off track oh wow so we have to we have to remember and keep in mind that when we fast it is not a transactional effort god owes us nothing right. we don't deserve huh. his presence we are just hoping that he'll show up. Yeah. But God is faithful and he is true to his word, so he will show up. Yeah. But we have mm. to keep in mind it's not a transactional thing. It's not we fast, he shows up. It's not it's not about us. Mm-hmm. We're not important. You don't deserve for God to show up. I think I think that's where it, it gets screwy for a lot of people. It's probably where it got screwy for me is because like it tells you that it will happen if you do it. So like in in the sense it seems exactly transactional. It's a, it's like okay, well if I do it then yeah. he will do it. And then you go into it knowing that he's going to, you know, pull through. And then you think that the whole time you're like, okay, God will pull through. Day 2. Okay, God will pull through today. Maybe maybe it'll be today. Day 3. All right. God says he'll pull through. Maybe it'll be today. And you get the whole way to the end and you really didn't get anything. So it kind of like that's what that's where it went bad for me. I was like, okay, I'm on day six, like the end of day six. I was like, and like I, I was kind of going back and forth on if I really wanted to do the last day and everything at this point. And like I felt like the the first thing that I felt God say to me at all was like, you're good. And like I felt I felt truly like I felt okay being done on day six. Like mm-hmm. I, I truly felt like it almost like God has permission to be done with it. But like I still didn't get anything other than. I, mean, I got a ton of knowledge, like, studying through those minor prophets that, like, I never really read through. Mm-hmm. I got a ton from it, you know, but I didn't get, like, any, like, kind of, like, 
message from God. But that's other, not other, always what we need. Right, exactly. And that was that was but that was like what I wanted mm-hmm. because it's been so long since I felt anything like that. And I was like, all right, well maybe maybe I can get back to it from this and I didn't. That's okay. Hmm. I still got a lot from it, but it was like knowledge than it was like experience. Yeah. And that's okay. Which, yeah, I mean, that's that's fine too. That's good. That's important too, man. But I, I think I think that's the that's the main takeaway from this fast for all of us is a humbleness, a humility, right. and and to remember that God is not transactional. Right. Oh, that's good. That's really good. Yeah, that was my. It's, it was cool because I'm starting to knock out a lot of these big words that we've grown up around. But like humility, I, I understand now because of camp. Patience, I understand now because of this fast, and it's like. Okay, what's the next one? You know, I'm actually, yeah, that I'm really excited to learn more about. Um, I know it's coming, but again, it's not like I'm. I want to seek for anything individually. I, I I wasn't really seeking, but God showed me what patience actually means, and I get it now. Mm -hmm. I always knew what it meant. You know the definition, but you don't understand. I think a lot of times. And that's the thing that I always say: the aha God moment. Yeah, I like. I look around at people and I'm just waiting for people to have that moment that I had of like the, Oh, I get it. And I still have many aha God moments to come. I don't know everything and I'm not perfect, but the one like big life changing aha God moment, I look around at people and I'm like, just please, I'm just waiting for you to get that. Yeah. But I, I think unless you guys have any other takeaways, I think that, yeah, really sums it up. Me, yeah, it was a good fast altogether. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for next year. Let's do seven days next year. Pro, pro fast tip when you're doing only liquids, do not, I cannot stress this enough, do not drink the wonton soup broth. Oh, I cannot stress that enough. Chicken broth was good for me. Chicken broth was fine. Normal yeah. chicken broth, that was totally good. I poured the chicken Chinese broth. Chinese chicken broth was not okay. I poured chicken broth into a mug, and then I would heat it up in the microwave mm-hmm. and suck it down for mm. dinner. That's what I did, dude. I did uh, the same thing. Dude, I, we went to the the Big Butler Farm Show. <laughs> yeah, the Butler Farm Show afterwards with all these oh, food man. trucks. And that was my fifth night without any food or anything. It just water. And <laughs> what did I get? I got a. You went, didn't you go to <laughs> Texas Roadhouse? Oh, yeah. A lot, dude. Texas Roadhouse, the steaks and the rolls and the baked potato and the onion blossom and the the French fries. And then yes. we went to the bi- yes. we went to the farm show afterwards with all those food trucks. What did I get? What did I get there? Pizza and apple dumplings. And oh, man. <laughs> I, I broke my fast with <laughs> Bob bad. Subs, baby. Oh, Ugh. man. Ugh. That's Bob's, such a waste, Bob's man. Bob's Subs is awesome. I love Bob's Subs. What are you talking about? Um, all right, Thomas, do you want to end this episode the right way? End this episode the right way. Thank you guys for listening. Um, we apologize for sucking over the past couple of months. <laughs> we will be better. We promise. We're working um, on it. By next weekend. Hopefully there will be new images up on the website. Check those out. We will have footage coming to an Instagram near you. Yeah. We've got a range day scheduled for next Saturday morning, so there will be photos and videos coming out of that, possible podcast content. We'll see what happens. Did I tell you that your brother messaged me? So he must have listened to one of these episodes or saw one of our Instagram posts, and 
it said like message me or you thomas or Jaden. like dm us on instagram if you want to come to one of the range days daniel dm me on instagram and he said can i come with one of like the pouty emoji faces <laughs> and I, I responded and i said no sorry we're full <laughs> yes, sir. he's he's in colorado anyways but um so good stuff coming um, thank you guys for your patience. Thanks for your support. Stay tuned for the uh, Daniel and what were the other books? Hosa. Oh, minor Prophets. Oh, all the Minor Prophets. Minor. Uh, minor dude, minor that prophets. one's just like... Stay tuned. Dan- we can rip a Daniel one for sure. Stay tuned. Those ones will be a lot. Don't want to miss it. So, that's all. I think that's all we got. Thank you guys. Have a good week. All right, Matt, do you want to pray us out and thank God for the fast? Absolutely. God, um, we thank you for everything that you do. Uh, we thank you for the revelation in, in your, your word. And we thank you for our group and our impact and our platform and everything that you've blessed us with. I pray that you continue to bless us so that we can bless others. And I, I, I thank you for filling our cup up to the point where it's overflowing. And we just ask that. You would put people in our way that we can brush shoulders with to, to spill it on. And we thank you for everything that you do. Continue to use us in a large way. Use us in new ways to make an impact for the kingdom. Amen. Amen. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye, everybody.